This is The Drive with Dale Lally and Matt Williamson on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. SNR. Steelers Nation Radio. Christmas morning. Good stuff. We're going to have some good game tonight, I think, too. I mean, I'm looking forward to live football, but, I mean, there's a lot of talent on the field. There's fantasy implications. We got the Super Bowl champs. You know, I mean, it's going to be good stuff. I can't wait. Yeah, for sure. Um, Before we get to any Steelers news, there's some news in the AFC North that uh, just happened. Massive, massive, massive. Did I say massive news in the <laughs> AFC North? The Baltimore Ravens, who are already uh, playing, gonna preparing to play without J.K. Dobbins. They've been hit hard by injuries so far. It got even harder today. Yep, sure did. And back-to-back plays in practice. Back-to-back plays. Back-to-back plays. They lose running back Gus Edwards and cornerback Marcus Peters to torn ACLs. They, that's the initial. That's the initial. You know, right, right. It, it just it, happened. If they're saying that's – if it's if they're it's saying it, always is true. even yeah, if it's right. not a torn ACL and they're saying it, it's it's a lengthy period of time. Right. I mean, the, the second it came out, it was two significant knee injuries. They even canceled practice back to back. That doesn't said, everybody happen. Go in. Right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that happened like when Bridgewater blew out his knee so badly that you know it just brought everyone down so dramatically. Back to back plays, you lose Peters and Edwards, and as you mentioned, Dobbins is gone. Not that Hill's a tremendous player, but he was in the mix and was the only thing left in a way. Uh, that leaves Taysom Williams, who's an unknown, but he's a big, strong, talented guy. I mean, and as big a loss to me is Rashad Bateman's been already out for a while too. So nobody's been hit harder, and they don't haven't played a game yet. You know, and they, yeah. they got the Raiders Monday night, I think, right? Yeah, they they, they have an extra day this week, but that's not going to help. Matter, right? I that mean, doesn't help you. Now they signed Lev Bell. The cornerback depth isn't. It, it it hurts. And he's no a doubt. significant player. He's, he's for a that. significant player. He's a starter. Player. He's, yeah. he's a Pro Bowler. You know. Um, he's one of the guys that helped. You know, and I we talked about yesterday the the Jim Miller um, and uh, yeah the com- yeah right and Pat Kerwin in conversation about the top secondaries, the top five secondaries, cornerbacks I should say mm-hmm. positions. The Ravens were number one because yeah, the depth and the yeah. star power. The one was yeah. a six. The, the two was a five. You know, a five. Five is as high as you could get for. Gotcha. Peters was the two. Right. Marlon Humph- Humphrey's the one. They got significantly easier to play against defensively with no no offense to Jimmy Smith. Right, right, right. Who's who's been a very good football player for a long time. He's a talented guy, former first round pick. He's thirty two years old. He's not up in age. He's not that guy anymore. Durability's been an issue with him too, and you know, he's got some issues. But this is a team that wants to run the football. Right, and they don't have a ball carrier. Your top three backs are gone. (laughs) Right. It's it's crazy. Right. I mean, you got Bell and Taysom Williams, who most people probably don't know anything about Taysom Williams. I know very little about him. I've watched him very little. I just picked him up from my fantasy team. I say if you still can do it, <laughs> folks. Um, run, run, run to your, to your yeah. computer. I mean, but some big things they've been str- – I mean, not that it's all about this this offseason, but defensively, they're built around the cornerback position. It's not an accident that they have great corners, and they're always going to invest there. They're a heavy, heavy blitz team. And you and I talk about Peters as somewhat of an over – a little bit overhyped, and and I think that that's true. 
But when he's your two and Humphreys is on the one and Peters can take a bunch of chances, it's a great situation for Peters. I mean, I think he's a he's a very boomer bust player, but it works out well with the dynamic between him and Humphrey. Um, the big thing they were talking about all offseason was an offense. We know they run the ball a ton, of course. So the, the ball carrier is obviously very important. But they also wanted to throw to backs a lot more. Yeah. And coincidentally, that's how the, the play J.K. Dobbins got hurt was on a, a pass to there. I mean, they're trying to make life easier on Lamar. So easy throws is something now it's that all, they – it's all on Lamar. Now, now it's all on Lamar. Everything. And they really went out of their way, including courting Juju, I guess, to go get a – a, a, a wide receiver that can beat man coverage, you know, and he's out, you know. So, you know, we've talked about the offensive line's been shuffled around. I mean, they did just give Mark Andrews a big contract. He's a good player. But it has not gone the way they drew it up. No, you know, they had a very they just, distinct I mean, plan. They've, you're talking about two guys that they've given money in recent years, mm-hmm. too, in, in Peters and, and – uh, I mean, Edwards, Edwards, they just signed him this yeah. offseason. People don't realize him. they love him. Yeah. Um, massive, massive injuries. I mean, I, I wasn't picking the Ravens to make the – I thought the Dobbins injury would, would be massive for mm-hmm. them. And, so, and the, not having the receivers, I thought that, you know, things, things were going to be a little difficult on them yeah. this year. Now things are ridiculously difficult. This, this is turning into, what was it, 2015 for them when they had just a rash of injuries and they went 5-11. and 11. Mm, Okay. Yeah, I mean, uh, with all respect to Lev Bell, he had a great career here. I think he's washed. He's. Th- I mean, we talked about it yesterday. I don't think he's a good fit in that offense. I don't think he's a good fit in that offense at all. I mean, they're they're res- they want to get it and go because it's a read yeah. option, right? If if it's a read, it's a long run- enough. The running back play. dancing behind the line of scrimmage doesn't do you any good. No, it's people key on Lamar, so you give it to the other guy, you know, and. Their backs, Ingram, Edwards. Or see it hit it, guys. They're see it hit it. Get yeah. your shoulders square to the line of scrimmage and go. Dobbins more t- is more talented than that, but he's a great burst. You know, I mean, yeah. hard to bring down. There's no dancing. I don't understand the bell fit at all. It's, again, kind of like Big Al. Like, if they would have right signed Mark Ingram, I would have said, okay, that makes some sense. Yeah. I yeah. mean, maybe they could trade. I mean, the way Texans are giving away people, maybe you get Ingram back for a Seventh or you something. Know, do, you, do you now go out and get uh, the, the, uh, the guy? Melvin Gordon. Yeah, the, or... the Saints just cut. Um, uh, Latavis Murray. Latavis Murray. Maybe. He, he, like, there's this misnomer. He's the same age as Le'Veon Bell. He came out in the same draft. No, so he's not young either. No, I no. mean, so you're going to be patching it together with old guys. Mm-hmm. Old guys get hurt. And it's, <laughs> I'm sure it's not the easiest system to get used to as a back, too. Yeah. Just because it's different than anything you've ever done. Yeah, I mean, a lot of guys played that in college. But yeah. Maybe haven't done it as much recently. Right. I mean, if you're doing an Adrian Peterson or a girl yeah. or somebody like that or Frank Gore, I mean, but that's what they're Frank at now. Gore. I mean, nobody wanted Lev Bell a week ago. I mean, I, I would be on the phone with the Broncos like right now. For Melvin Gordon. For Melvin Gordon. And maybe, hey, throw in Bryce Callahan too. Yeah, while we're at it, let's just make it to, <laughs> take our first round pick and give us a corner and Gordon or something. <laughs> it's bad. I mean, it really is. It's just. You can prepare for things, and running back and corner were deep. Now running back is shot. Running back's devastated. Devastated. Uh, I mean, I'm sure they'll be okay. I mean, I'm not saying they're going to be, you know, a five-win team or anything like that. But, man, no one's been hit harder. I don't – I mean, I think they got easier to play against offensively for sure. Right. And I think they got better or easier to play against defensively because that defense is set up. Oh, it's all with, about for great corner great corner play, we're gonna right. play we're gonna play press coverage on your on your guys on the outside. Our yeah. corners are better than your guys, 
now they're And that not. allows us to attack the line of scrimmage and blitz like crazy. Yep. 100%. Now, if you blitz like crazy and your corners aren't as good, you're going to give up plays. I mean, even respect to, like, the Judons of the world, they've never really had premier pass rushers. Yeah. I mean, maybe someday Jason Oway turns into that, but he isn't now. You he know, certainly I mean, wasn't in college. He wasn't in college. You know, I mean, he's going to be a project. Calais Campbell ain't what he used to be. Um, you know, I mean, there's – I, I still think it's a good defense. And I, I trust the, you know, Wink Martindale to get it right. But that's a big piece lost without – Getting one snap out of the guy. Yeah, I think that's, I think that's my fantasy defense. Too. Is it really? I might have to cut bait there. Have to look at that. <laughs> but there's probably gonna be fewer big plays. Yeah. You know, Peters is a big play artist. I mean, good that's and bad. That's what he does. Yeah, both. He takes the ball away a lot, and he has, he's very very aggressive. And him being there allows them to blitz a lot more. Yeah. You know, so they're yeah, gonna have to change huge, how they do things a little bit. Huge uh, seismic right thing. In, I mean, in there's the gonna be more injuries to come, of course. Just I mean, like every team. You know, we we talked about the, the the power rankings earlier in the week, and they've been one of the teams that's been consistently a, ahead of the Steelers mm-hmm. this offseason. Sure, I don't, know, I don't know if they are anymore. Yeah, I don't know if they are anymore either. And I'm a I'm a Lamar fan. I yeah. think he's a really really good player. Absolutely. But I think that they it's a bit of a career crossroads for them for him. And I think they've quickly realized we need to help Lamar. He's helping us. We're not helping that him. And, and the know? other part of that equation is okay. They're still going to be a good running team. I don't care oh, who they no put doubt back there it. because you have to respect his rushing ability. And he's great at it. And right. he's going to give you a bunch of rushing, assuming he doesn't like well, as long put as he, him in bubble wrap. I would say he's <laughs> going to take more hits, though. Yeah. I mean, it, people are going to key on him more. They're going to take the Steelers' approach, and they're going to hit him more than the uh, originally. They are also, however, a team that's very much built to play from ahead. Without and question. if your defense isn't as good. Right. Can you play from ahead as much? They've been very successful. They, they've led the league in point differential two years in a row. And last – two years ago, you know, not last year, they went into halftime leads like lead, – I mean, by far the best in the league. They were up like 10 on average at halftime. And then you're doomed. You know what I mean? Right. You know, it's just it, – the, the game shortens. They become more aggressive on defense. Everything plays off – I mean, they're a smart organization. Defense is aggressive because they play with leads. The offense finishes people when you get get the lead. But we've seen them in the playoffs. They're not a come-from-behind team. Lamar has something to do with that, but it's not just him. I think he gets too much blame for that. Right. But now he has to put a, an S on his chest. I mean, I, I, I think the, a, a massive goal this offseason was let's make Lamar's life easier. Some dump-off throws to running backs, out, you know, receivers that can get off press coverage and make plays outside the numbers. I, I, I'm not seeing it. You know, I mean, traditional dropbacks and things. Are they equipped to do that? With all respect to Villanueva at the right tackle position, T.J. Watt's going to eat his lunch twice a year. Yeah, <laughs> you right. know what I mean. You know, yeah, and as well other. I mean, Miles Garrett and that's Clowney, the other thing. I mean, I don't think the offensive line is going to be as good this year as it has been. I tend to think so. I tend to agree. Um, I, I just there's there's it just goes to show, you know, when when, when you look at a team, and you've said this a thousand times, mm-hmm. nobody looks better than they do right after the draft. <laughs> right, right, right. There's you know? that stretch from then until you put the pads on. You know, we, we, and we had oh, the... Oh, everyone's going to be healthy this year. Yeah. yeah. I mean, technically, the season starts today. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, right, right. So, you know, if you if you were, again, looking back at that article that was written on ESPN a few a few weeks ago about who had the worst offseason, right. nobody's had a worse offseason than the Ravens. No. Nobody. But again, if the offseason ends today, yeah. you're right. <laughs> they just get added to the pow, obviously. I mean, you, 
it's I mean, impossible Houston, to have a worse offseason. Maybe Houston did, considering the Watson situation. But they weren't but a good team. Were, nobody thought they were any good. You anyway. went from being a really good team, but oh my god, I was thinking ending your practice. It's such uh, ending your practice. I've only ever seen that one other time mm-hmm. in the 28 years that I've been covering the league, and that was when Teddy Bridgewater right, went down right, the right. Vikings, and I talked about how how odd that is. Teams right. don't do that. They don't do that. Yeah, I mean, it's but when just, you lose two key players like that in back to back plays. Back-to-back plays. Back-to-back plays. I'm sure morale was shot. Harbaugh realized not even fear. I've got to get these guys off the field. Let's just stop because, you know, we're not going to get anything accomplished today. Time to regroup. I mean, one extra day, at least they play Monday night. I mean, that's the only positive. they get a fly to Vegas. they got to fly to Vegas, right. I mean, it's it's a lot to overcome before you even play a game. You know, I mean, because other than bad things are going to happen like they do to every other team. Wow. Mike Tomlin always says that, uh, you know, it doesn't do any – Nobody else, no other team is going to feel sorry for you. No. And a lot of them are happy because you're having the issues that you're having. Oh, sure. They're dancing. Nobody should be dancing about guys getting hurt. Like of course that. not. Devastating of course injuries. Not. I was excited yeah. to watch J.K. Dobbins all Absolutely. year and Bateman, yeah. you know, these young stars. And I'm not a huge Marcus Peters fan no. in terms of his – I think he's overrated mm-hmm. in terms of his cornerback play. But he's, he's still, a little unlikable too, but that's okay. <laughs> well, yeah. But he's but still a quality hurt. player. Oh, without question. You know, you, you'd, you'd, you'd love to that. have the guy on your team. Yes, he gives up touchdown passes, but he makes big plays. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just – Devastating for that team. Devastating. I mean, uh, not to even overstate it, but a month or so ago, you know, when most of the transactions around the league were done, and you pretty had a pretty good chance of who, what, you know, what, what teams are what they are. I was leaning towards making the Ravens maybe my Super Bowl pick. I mean, I ended up picking the Bills. Um, part of it was the Chiefs and Bucks were a little too obvious, yeah. but I thought the Ravens this might be their might be year. Their year. Yeah, I mean, I'm like, boy, that Bateman pickup was nice. Sammy Watkins, if you get half the season out of them. I'm a Lamar believer. Well, that's the other thing. You can, that's about what you can expect out of Sammy Watkins. Right, They're big right, free right. agent wide receiver signing. He'll play about half the year. I mean, you hope to get a full season combined now out of Bateman and Watkins, and you're back to where you were. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, what got better? Nothing. Actually, you got not just worse, I think a lot worse. Like, yeah. I think their losses now, when you look at who they're not going to have on the field, Peters more, is maybe the biggest. Are more significant than the losses of Steelers. Right. I mean, losing at the, least the Steelers back. had time to to adjust. You're not adjusting to this. That no. you know, three days before you play your first game. No. I, I mean, losing a running back is replaceable. Yeah. I mean, I get that. You know, the the whole analytics argument. But they used a high pick on Dobbins and loved them and let let Ingram walk and you know, so that was a blow. But any position, you lose your top three guys. No one's prepared. Nobody for that. has. It doesn't matter. Nobody what has that kind of depth. Right. It could be guards. It could yeah. be nose tackles. It could be the least valuable position you can come up with. Nobody's prepared for that. Oh, you know, by the way, again, you're going to have. It's a 17 game schedule. You're going to have more injuries over the course of the season. Oh yeah. You're right. not going to make it through this unscathed. No, I, I, you're, I think you're 100 percent right that the the keys are boy. Their offense is now a lot easier to defend. A lot more is going to be needed from Lamar to keep the offense above water. And I think the Peters injury is the biggest one of all. Yeah, I think so, too. I think Dobbins might be a better football player. But replacing an outside star corner in that system, that's rough. Yeah. You know, they don't have the Steelers pass rush. You know, I mean, they don't have the Browns depth. Again, do they they have to – can they not blitz now as much because they don't have that coverage? I think the answer is yes. And if they can't blitz – Where's their pass rush coming from? Right, right, right. Yeah, I mean they're they're real big. Ben Ro- Ben Roethlisberger is a much happier guy right now. Oh yeah, We're right. Going to get right. hit as much playing the Ravens? Okay. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, this is a big deal, and again, it's just the beginning. 
Yeah. I, I, I again, I, really tough. Really, it's really tough off season. Mm-hmm. Um, they just keep coming. Yeah, they just. Uh, you sat down and told me that right. It's just you just happened to look at Twitter right before right we went on yeah, the air. Right we're like, about to get holy record on the show. I'm like wow, that's and, unbelievable. Yeah. And maybe um, they get good news, but I doubt it. I mean, yeah. it, we know how these things go. When the reports come out five minutes after, immediately it goes down, there's right. a torn ACL. It's usually a torn it's ACL. Usually, it's, it's not real hard to diagnose. Not that I'm a doctor, but yeah, whoever the doctor was usually looks at it and goes, "Yep, oh, that's a problem." Yeah, um, and they can tell by the yeah, you know, how yeah. The guy maybe felt something pop in there. Mm-hmm. It's never good. Right, right. right. Um, and they they cancel practice. That's all you need to know. Yeah, that tells you all you need to know right there. Wow. Um, the Steelers releasing their second injury report today. Alex mm. Highsmith with a groin injury did not practice, uh, but Tyson Alualu was back, Good. as was Kendrick Green. Okay. How worried are you about Highsmith? I mean, Thursday. A bit. Young guy. Yeah. You know, yes, he started some games last year, but Mike Tomlin, typically, if a young guy doesn't practice, mm-hmm. you know, by Friday. Uh, so say tom- tomorrow's make tomorrow's or break the key time, day. You think, right? um, then he's not going to play. Now they it, he did practice earlier in the week, though. He pra- right? Well, we can't really. Oh, okay. Say that. Okay. Um, you know, I can't say one way or the other. Uh, but with T.J. Watt's situation, mm-hmm. you know, now all of a sudden, if Watt were to decide, hey, I'm not going to play on Sunday, right? Which is his prerogative. I mean, it he, could happen. He, now he could would, do it. He would forfeit nearly six hundred thousand dollars in pay. Mm-hmm. But he could, it could happen. Like, let's say negotiations, they slam the door and say, okay, we're done. That's yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, season is begun. Okay, then. Begun. Yeah. The only thing I can do is not play. Mm-hmm. Um, it's the last card to play. Yeah, right. it's his last card. They could be without the, their top two outside linebackers. It depends on how you look at Melvin Gordon but, or Melvin Ingram. But right. that's who's listed as the starters on the depth chart. I mean, I think what we're saying is it's conceivable that you don't have Watt or Highsmith. Conceivable. On, on yeah. Sunday. I mean, we're not predicting it or who's to say, but I think it's a possibility now where yesterday I didn't think it was a possibility at all. Yeah, I, I, it's interesting. Um, you know, we'll see uh, how this all breaks down. But mm-hmm. uh, And that is a ripple effect, too. I mean, we talked about maybe Ingram kicking into D-tackle. You can't do that if he's yeah, your top right. edge guys. Yeah. You know, I mean, when you get to see all three of them on the field and – is you know Ingram equipped to play you know 100% of the snaps? I mean, is I'm sure he is, but that wasn't your plan when you got him either. Right, right. So we'll see. You know, tomorrow I guess is a big day for that though. Tomorrow is a huge day for, huge that. Day for that. And yeah. Watt is still scheduled to talk to the media tomorrow. Mm. I also noticed that he had some special cleats made. Oh, really? So maybe that shows some you know, that he's leaning towards playing. But again, if things mm-hmm. go, things could happen mm-hmm. between now and Sunday. And they may announce a new extension for him any minute now too, Correct. right? Yeah, I mean, that's, that's, a, that's the other part. We know that there's conversations going and that's looming, right? Yeah. Wow, a lot going on in the north. And Cleveland's sitting there going, "Hmm." See, yeah. I think that's whatever is going to be the ripple effect nationally is. Oh, the Browns! Put your money on the Browns to win the division. Now it's yeah. going to be easy. It's not going to be easy. It's not going to be easy. <laughs> yeah, I'm not no. saying they're not going to win. The, they might not win the division, but it is not going to be easy for them. And they might get walloped by the Chiefs in, in Week One. Yeah. I mean, Steelers might get walloped by the Bills, but I mean, it's uh, I'm not even looking at this through Steelers. Yeah, the interesting eyes. thing like, about that, I look, both lines, the Chiefs are a six point favorite are they? over the over the, the Browns, and the Bills are a six and a half point mm-hmm. favorite over the Steelers. Yeah. Which one do you feel more confident about? I actually made picks today on my podcast, and with, with the spread, I took the Chiefs and the Steelers. Uh, I mean, I, I probably will pick the Bills to win the game. Yeah. 
But I think the Steelers keep it close, and I don't think it's an accident like we talked about a lot yesterday that the Steelers' defense gave Allen his hardest half of football last year. I, I don't know it's a wonderful He only threw for 231 yards in that game. Yeah, and, and I he mean, recovered. 130 and he of it went to Diggs. Right, 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 right. The other guys didn't really do much. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they, they, They're both super dangerous teams. Yeah. I mean, I think the Bills and Chiefs could, are both Super Bowl contenders Absolutely. without question. We both picked the Bills to win the Super Bowl. Right, and the Chiefs just, you know, we know what they are. Yeah. Um, but, no, they're both really difficult games for both those teams. I mean, tough games on the road, too. I think the Raiders are bad. But I think those might be two of the better, tougher venues to go into and win. Oh, yeah. I mean, especially after a year off. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I mean, Buffalo's been a play. The Steelers have gone to Buffalo and won. Yeah. But I but bet that Buffalo's first game back, that they just made the, the AFC Championship. That team, that city is just screaming for a winner. I, I mean, they're going to show up in, in droves, and Kansas City does anyway. Kansas City, to me, is the single toughest place to win in the NFL. Hmm. Uh, I think Seattle's high on the list. Some of the – I'm not disagreeing with you. I mean, I think they're I've, I've been to them all. Yeah, I'm yeah, telling yeah, you right, right. now. <laughs> yeah, you, you've witnessed it more than me. I mean, I'm a big believer. Seattle has the built-in long travel yeah. part of it. I'm talking the venue itself. Okay. Okay, I see what you're saying. The way that place is built, and it's just so many more fans. I, I get Seattle's tough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But – I, mean, I think Denver City's, early in the year is hard, yeah. or any time of the year, or Miami in the you know in the heat. But Kansas City, any fans, dome, man, they show up. they show up in a big yeah. way. I, I was just looking for this because I tweeted this just a few hours ago. I don't know if you caught it, and it blew me away. I mean, back to the Ravens real quick. I mean, they have this crazy winning streak in the preseason. Yeah, and obviously they stress it. That's not an accident. They they are trying to win in the preseason, but over the fa- last four seasons. The Ravens have outscored their week one opponents 164 to 19. That's not happening this week. <laughs> right. I mean, fact, I, think allowed, they go, I think they're going to lose to the Raiders. That's what I was about to say. Like, yeah. they've allowed 10 points or fewer in each of those games and have won by an average of 36 points in week one. Yeah. Like, they come out and blow people's doors off. And it's a, you know, it's been including a, the Browns last year. It was like 38 to 6. The Browns had those two awful losses yeah. to the Steelers and Ravens. But. And I think the Raiders are terrible. I, I mean, three days ago, I was picking the Ravens to blow their doors off, as they often do. This division might be 0-4 before you, you know, it might be 0-4 we after We talked about one. that before. Could be, I, right. I mean, you know, you look at what Cincinnati, Cincinnati's got, a, they're, they're underdogs at home against Minnesota. Right, right. And Minnesota didn't look great. No, in, Minnesota's in had a tough offseason, too, but, but I trust them over the, I mean, yeah. they should be the favorite. Yeah, I think I mean, they're a better football team than the Bengals. Oh, I do, too. I yeah. do, too. Yeah, and so, division's in a... A bit of a topsy-turvy situation here the last couple of days. And we haven't even seen football yet. Yeah, it's weird. You know, I, I looked this this stat up last night. The Steelers will have 11 different starters in this game than what they started open last season hmm. with in, against the Giants. 11 different starters. You don't think about it that way, but, but guys like Stefan Wisniewski started that game. I say, who are they? Vince Williams started that game. Harris. Right. Moore. Green. Turner. I'm missing an offensive lineman. Probably. No, because I mean, Okorafor didn't start that game. Okay. So four offensive linemen. Five. Five offensive. Dotson didn't start the game. That's Dotson where I'm screwing up here, either. too. Right, yeah. right, right, right. Boy, I'm, I'm having a hard time remembering that. Schobert for Vince Williams. Schobert for Vince Williams. Um, so you're running back five offensive linemen. Whoever the tight end is, because Vance McDonald started two. that game. Right, yeah. right. Vance McDonald probably started. Right. Cornerback two. 
You know, I mean, Hayden's going to be the only starting cornerback. Right. And Bud's not there. Right. Wow. It's a lot. And Tuit's not there. And Tuit, yeah. Right. <laughs> it, I was shocked that it was that many. Wow. It was that many when I looked it up. Right. And this is an organization that typically doesn't have any turnover. No. You know, you, you, two you or lose three a guys here or there. And, you know, yeah. you replace them and you draft high. And now, a lot of the guys that they're playing, some of them are upgrades over the people oh, yeah. they're replacing. Yeah. I'm not sure it's worse. Yeah, I mean, I know Schobert. Schobert is a better player than Vince Williams. Right. They went out yeah. and addressed a need and got better there. Yeah. I mean, that, that's the plan. Um, that's interesting. I mean, we, we knew the line shuffling, and clearly the running back position is better. Right. I think the tight end position is better, too, I mean, yeah. especially as a receiving. Vance was kind of holding on. And, and and the more I think about it, a couple of those guys were kind of holding on. Yeah, You know, right. Vince and Vance and the offensive line, as great as Pouncey and DeCastro and those guys have been – I mean, they were on the back nine, right. <laughs> clearly, obviously. So it is a different – but it doesn't have much different feel. You know what I mean? It, like it the, doesn't. It's, yeah, you, the expectation remains the same yeah. regardless of, you know, four, four rookie starters on offense. Like, yeah, I mean, that never happens in <laughs> yeah. this team. But there's still a lot of staples. I mean, there's still a lot of – you know, the standard is the standard and the same people are in charge, Cam and Watt and Ben and, you know. Fitzpatrick and – Right, right, right. You could right, go right. down – like The core that's is right, the same. I, I, you know – I wrote about that today on the DK Pittsburgh Sports about how there's so much of a – usually people have a pretty good idea, okay, the Steelers are going to be this, mm-hmm. you know, and this is what they're going to be. This year, the, the the range on where they're going to finish at, I've seen everywhere that, you know, the people like Adam Shine saying, oh, they're, they're, they're going to they're gonna struggle to win. I can't find five wins on their, on right. their schedule. And then other people, you know, I looked yesterday and, and Monday morning quarterback put out their, their – their picks for the season, and one guy had them going to the AFC Championship. You don't often – that's a pretty wide Right. Margin. Usually it's yeah. the Steelers will win 10 or 11. Yeah. You know, whatever it is. But the, most people think, oh, they'll be in the mix. They're, they're right. in this neighborhood. But now people have them on different tiers. You, yeah. you know what I mean? And people think things are changing around them. And now you've brought this up a few times in the offseason. It's very strange for your week one opponent to be – Predictable is the wrong word, but you know what the Bills more, are. Pre- more, yeah. Than the Steelers. Yeah. The Steelers are usually the, the known right. and the opponents the unknown. How do you prepare for this team that you're ready to play? Where the Bills are the known and the Steelers are the unknown. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, it's not like they're coming off a four win year. Yeah. <laughs> you know, they, new they won 12 games last year. Right, yeah. right. I mean, they won the division. You know, right. <laughs> so, yeah, it's very strange, but. It is. Uh, Certainly something. It's going to be a lot that of fun. That starter numbers shocked me, though. I'm a little taken aback by I that. was I was, too, and I looked it up. I, I'd forgotten that guys like Stefan Wisniewski started, right. Vince Williams right. started. You know, you, you think about who the starters were last year, and you don't think about it in that. Right. Because so Nelson many different guys and, yeah, right, right, right. started. Right, right, yeah. right. The entire offensive line. Yeah. Wow. Interesting. And now, well, I said today, well, now they've only got four new starters on the offensive line because Core 4 started 15 games at – Right tackle. right tackle. She just right, didn't right. start the opener. Just didn't start the opener. I wouldn't have gotten that one. Yeah. I forgot that. But anyways, yeah, I guess Banner was starting. Yeah. yeah. Let's take a break. He right. is Matt Williamson. I'm Dale Lally. You're listening to The Drive here on Steelers Nation Radio. It's not Ravens Nation Radio, but obviously. Well, it is for the minute. Yeah. A lot of people very interested in what's going on down in Baltimore. Uh, but we're going to take a break. Uh, we'll be right back with more after this.